Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. President Biden referring to Vladimir Putin as a war criminal, saying that he should be tried for war crimes. Remember, I got criticized for calling Putin a war criminal. Well, the truth of the matter is so what happened to Putin. This warrants him he is a war criminal. But we have to gather the information. We have to continue to provide Ukraine with the weapons they need to continue the fight. And we have to gather all the detail so this can be an actual have a war crime trial. Let's be clear. We're about to have two different conversations. They do not cross. They are on parallel tracks. One is the conversation of what's happening in Ukraine and where the United States should be giving even more help. And two, the value of referring to him as a war criminal. Or has a Rubicon been crossed with what has been found in Bucha? And that the game is is now much, much different. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. So good to be with you. 833, got Tony. 833-468-8669. Sorry with my little microphone issue right there for a second. But the idea of referring to Putin as a war criminal. Not that I disagree with it. It is a question of whether or not you say the thing if the objective is not to provoke. That is not about having fear of Vladimir Putin. That is about recognizing that you don't do the thing you don't want to do until the time comes to do it. Joe Biden was not proven right with this latest finding. And the latest finding, if you will, are dead civilians everywhere. Shallow graves everywhere. Reports of people who have been found dead, who have been had their hands tied behind their back. All over towns as people are coming uh, through. And in this area of Bucha, they have found these shallow graves. This is a town, I believe, is it just to the west of Kiev? Yeah, it's to the west and a touch uh, to, to the north. A, a, a suburb, if, if you will. And it is horrific. And no one who has been paying attention to the conversation about Vladimir Putin is in any way surprised. Because Putin could kill 50,000 civilians. And if you brought him the, the, the irrefutable evidence, you know what he'd say? Zelensky's killing his own people. That's why we have to stop this Nazi. He won't, he won't concede. And if you say to me, Tony, I thought the Russian military was inept. Yes, they are. That doesn't mean that there aren't people who are bloodthirsty and dangerous. An inept military does these kinds of things. A military of strength, a military with a code, a military with a purpose, a military that is well-trained, knows not to do these things, prides itself on not doing these things. If we were to talk about waterboarding, as, as we did, there was a lot of talk 
a lot of talk about waterboarding. What was happening regarding Iraq? It is not a question of whether or not we like terrorists. It was never a question of whether or not uh, we had disdain for terrorists. It was whether or not we as the United States act in a certain way. I I never minded the conversation. I, I will admit to you, I had less issue with waterboarding than others. And one could argue you were actually at war. It doesn't mean this should be our standard, and it doesn't mean that it even should be our operating position. And that's why it was such a conversation. It was a conversation about who we are and how we act. We are not them. The Russian military is never going to be a military that helps rebuild a nation. The Russian military is going to steal your food and rape your women and leave you for dead. And then move on to the next town. Because, well, who is there to provide for them a a moral code and a purpose to what it is they're doing? You don't have people who want to be there, who want to be part of a fighting force, who believe in the future of, of their nation and securing it. You're conscripting people by the hundreds of thousands saying, you go over here, you go over there. They hate being there. They're just nasty people to begin with. What, the best and the brightest? Understudies for the Bolshoi Ballet? They are you. You fight now. That's not how it works. And Putin doesn't care. So if you want to make the argument that he's a war criminal, absolutely. Except You didn't need any of this to prove it. This is horrible. The question before us is, do you say the words? Now, Emmanuel Macron, he's the president of France. He is also calling uh, Vladimir Putin a war criminal. So now we know two things. That we have a leadership in the United States and around the globe that's willing to scream war criminal. And we have a Vladimir Putin that is killing everybody in his path. Do you gain anything by calling him a war criminal? Have you brought yourself closer to uh, a, a putting an end to this, which is better for the United States in general? You're just speaking about it from us, from our personal point of view. Um, or, or have you um, have you created a, a a more heightened situation of of despair for a Vladimir Putin, where more bad things could actually happen? The argument is not whether or not he's a good guy. That's not our argument. The argument is what to do about such a thing. You've got the guys on MSNBC. They're apoplectic, man. Why aren't we going to war? We are past the point of sanctions and strongly worded condemnations and the seizing of oligarchs' mega yachts. It's no longer sufficient as the evidence of war crimes and crimes against humanity continue to grow. Vladimir Putin has no regard for life or humanity or even the rules of war. He's are you willing to kill him in Red Square and what are you going to do about the nuclear weapons? Can I please not have tough guys anymore, especially the tough guys on MSNBC? It was worthy of getting rid of Vladimir Putin when you told us he was interfering with our elections. But none of you progressives had a thing, one, to say about what to do about him. 
All you wanted to do was scream about what Trump wasn't doing about him. Well, what do you want to do? What's your plan? And has that plan, that calculus changed with this latest information? Are dead civilians, and of course there are going to be dead civilians, but we're talking about people who, you know, purposefully assassinated dead civilians is, is a different conversation. And does this change the, the, the philosophy of, you know what, we're going we're gonna to put a stop to this. Right now the answer is I don't know. I don't have for you, and I wish I did, a, a good um, synopsis, analysis for, for what's happened here. Meaning, how, how will we respond? I will tell you that we are still on two tracks. The disgusting nature of what we're seeing. If if you if if we want to you know if you ever had a question of how diseased Putin is there you go. But what still is our obligation or our purpose or a necessity or 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 where should the United States be in all of this? That has not been somehow made magically apparent. Because of this latest finding. And maybe it's because for us, we're not surprised by the finding. We knew this was uh, the story of the case, or, or, or the case, even though, even though you, to 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 see it is pretty awful. Is is horrific. You know, if I were to take a look at some some of the headlines, right? Uh, Washington Post photos of Buka Ukraine. Um, AP, Russia faces global outrage over bodies in Ukraine's streets. Uh, you have uh, the New York Times in Kiev suburb of Bucha. They shot everyone they saw. Reuters? Pentagon can't independently confirm atrocities in Ukraine's Bucha. Now, that's probably the most honest one. You are in a propaganda war. And in a propaganda war, you got to check, double check, and recheck. Of course you do. Of course you do. When I say none of us are surprised by what Russia would be doing in Ukraine, because none of us are surprised because we're having the honest conversation. But if you tell me you've got people strewn about here, there, and, 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 and everywhere, right? You, you, you could tell me this, but you got to be able to show how it happened, when and where it happened, where it happened. So you got to be able to confirm these things. I'll tell you, as I was uh, talking to you, I, I did I did reach out uh, to a Major Mike Lyons, who we often speak to, retired United States Army military analyst. And I said, does Buka change NATO in, in, in involvement? And he said, Aleppo didn't. Chemical weapons were used by Russia in Aleppo and Syria. I would argue that Americans see uh, Ukraine as different than Syria. Um, but there's now uh, a story that there's a, a possibility or, or a threat of the U.S. sending in tanks, which would I s- assume mean giving the Ukrainians tanks. 
So that could change some things. That would be a, a different move from us. We've only sent in javelins and stingers and things like that. I'm also keeping an eye on what's going on in Sacramento. That shooting that took place early Sunday morning, six people dead, three men, three women, 12 people injured. I don't really think I'm going to have um, a, uh, a real understanding until tomorrow because I think that's when they'll, they'll be able to get more, uh, more investigation done and be able to share with us some more of who, who was shooting, where they were shooting, because there's these video, these fights that took place in Sacramento, right? Some clubs are closing and there's some fights happening, and then you hear shots and a lot of shots. And when I, when I say a lot of shots, here, hold on a second. I, I have it. I know I have it. I, I mean, it, 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 was, uh, it, it was something else right there. So here's the fight, just one of the fights. And supposedly there's like, in, in one of the videos, 70 shots were heard. And people are, are indeed running and moving. And some of them are laughing. They're smiling all the way. I don't know. I guess this is weirdly funny to them somehow. So what happened? What took place? What kind of fight? Who was involved in the fight? Who was involved in the shooting? What was the connections? I'm going to give it a, just a, a little more time before I figure out what's going on. I, I'm, I'm rarely first to these things. I like being right about uh, these things. Uh, when it comes to Russia, I'm right that there are two tracks. We've got to be thinking about these things separately. What Vladimir Putin is doing, what this Russian military is doing, we're not actually surprised by. How we respond to it is not necessarily controlled by a, a horror show or an outrage or something we find despicable on the other track. Do not get swayed by it. More to get to. I'm Tony Katz.